Greetings, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Polton, beaming out to you from the Sunshine Coast in Australia, joined today by Abigail May Tiefenthaler. Abigail, warm g'day from down under. Where are you hanging out? I'm hanging out in East Tennessee, USA. East Tennessee, USA. Fantastic. Probably couldn't get any further apart than where you are and I am. But Probably yeah, here we are. not. Hands across the water, joined in marketing purpose. Folks, briefly to Abigail's bio, she's the co-founder of Savvy Sales Strategy. It's a marketing and sales agency that works with professional coaches who want to enjoy a six and I would imagine sometimes even seven-figure income, but they need implementation. They need implementation of the systems that are going to give them the impact, keep them focused on the path to success. Her team are client-getting specialists. They have done-for-you services. They create client getting, and it's the predictability around the systems, which I believe is Abigail's specialty. And the target market are the coaches who sell high ticket offers. Now, if you're a coach selling a high ticket offer, but if you're someone like a consultant, you're going to get a lot of value from this as well. So listen up. Abigail, our title is How to Get Clients When Ain't Nothing Else Has Worked So Far. And I know there's a lot of people that are going to have their, be able to relate to that. Seven questions starts now, time starts now, I should say. Number one, question number one, who's your ideal client? Coaches, service-based professionals, consultants. Perfect. Thank you. And tell us question number two, what's the problem you solve for them? We solve the problem of identifying what's missing in their marketing that's making it ineffective. Where are they struggling? We focus in the area of social selling, but with Tammy and I having 40 plus years of marketing experience each so yes, we are that old, it allows us to look at the foundationals and strategic aspects of what marketing should be doing and then identify the right way to promote your coaching business or consulting business. Fantastic. So you and I were pre-internet. It's hard to believe, isn't it, for some people? But Well, and on top of it, I grew up in the industry. So I truly come to marketing as you know, a child. My dad was a madman. My mother had a home-based business that was tied into the marketing field. So there was a lot wow. of conversation. Well, it's, in, it's, it's, it's in the genes. And I, it's you know, in I, the genes. I often think learning those disciplines of marketing pre-internet is, is actually a big advantage when you, when you understand the both worlds. So tell us question three, five and a half minutes left. What would you say are some of the typical symptoms of the coaches, consultants, and so on who who would really benefit from working with you? What's going on in their business or their life with that? Give them a heads up. They go, my God, I've got those symptoms. They want to have a business. They don't want to just be a coach and sell services. So they want to have uh, a business. They want to make an impact. And the challenge they've had is they've gone from course to coach to something, you know, buying the next this or the greatest that, but they don't really know how to weave them all together. And because they don't know what they don't know, and let's face it, even today's marketers, many don't know what they don't know. It's incomplete and it's ineffective. It's like broken, you know, links right, in, the, right. in the fence. Yes. They're probably feeling like they're the world's best kept secret, that they've got terrific value to already the great client work, but their market exactly. seems to fall on deaf ears. So question four, four, just under five minutes left. We're talking about growth-oriented people. If you said it, they don't just want a, a coaching, you know, be a single coach. They want a business. They're growth-oriented. They know their marketing's not working. They're going to try stuff. What would you say are some of the common mistakes that your ideal clients have made before they find your solution? The biggest mistake 
every small business owner is they go from idea to selling and they skip all the strategy steps. They skip the tactical, you know, the tactical planning and they go right from, well, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And so that strategy is where they hone their message. That strategy is where they identify their real audience. So by missing those critical steps, you're like lugging a thousand pounds on your back as you're trying to go uphill. It's just not a practical way. Some will get some short-term success because they've got a good warm market. But after that, that means they're in sales mode. That doesn't mean they ever get into marketing mode. Marketing creates better selling. So if you don't like selling, that's another benefit. You want to really focus on having your marketing bring qualified customers to your sales conversations. Right. Selling is what you have to do when your marketing sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's exactly. Not well, that, the way you put it, I thought it was better because, you know, if you do your marketing right, the selling is easier. It kind of sets the stage, right? So, so the biggest mistake is rushing to tactics, doing a whole lot of marketing before you figure out the strategy. And I think one of the things you said is you've got to figure out the marketing message and whether it's going to get cut through and motivate people before you start, for example, running ads. Exactly. Or, or doing anything, getting on stages, trying to get on stages, you don't right. have a message. I right. will say the last thing, especially in the coaching world, is they don't have their offer really fleshed out. Even if they want to work with one-on-one oh. with clients, is that they know what they want to do, but they haven't really put a framework together. And you don't need a 10-step process or anything like that, but you need to have a framework because a framework is going to breed confidence in the sales conversation. Oh, it's, it's going to give you so purpose true. in the marketing conversation. It's so much, there's so much powerful you know psychology in that and unpacking that so that would be worth listening to again folks if you if you've got clarity it gives around how you're going to deliver the value it gives you confidence in your marketing that's a great top tip in itself question five i might have triggered that prematurely but i'm after one valuable free action here two minutes left a top tip that people could not going to solve the whole problem but it might get them started go spend some time really thinking about where you want to go where you are now and how you're going to get there. That will give you your vision and your mission. Then go start thinking about where your client is now and where you want the client to go, where the client wants to go and what they need to get there. Terrific. Thank you for that. Question six, a valuable free resource. We've got a URL, I believe all lined up. People can go and find out more. What is that URL? It's Savvy Sales Strategy Forward Step 15 steps. 15 savvy steps sales strategy forward 15 steps. With a dot com right in the middle. So savvy sales strategy.com forward slash 1515 steps. Thank and people you. go, you're going to get a lot of information there about lead generation, about marketing, about getting your strategy right. Abigail, thank you for that. Last question. We got 45 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? How do I use social media to actually sell effectively? Oh, I would love to answer that. And it's the understanding that there is a difference between social engagement and social selling. We focus on social selling. Social selling is designed to bring people into an appointment to talk about doing business, an event, or another place, a private Facebook group or something. So people don't understand the difference between social engagement and social selling. Perfect. Abigail, thank you so much for your time and your insights, folks. SavvySalesStrategy.com forward slash 15 steps.
Thanks, have a go. You're welcome. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.